Hey friends, before we hop into this episode, I want to first say thank you so much for supporting the Black Girl Business Bar podcast through listening. You are such a valued member of this community. I launched this podcast because I wanted Black women and women of color to know that they have a place to go where community is a priority. And they have a resource for practical tips and advice and mentorship. Mentorship in particular is important to me, and it's the lifeblood of all growth. One of the ways that I provide mentorship to women is through my one-to-one coaching and mentorship program, Brilliant Business Momentum. BBM is for women who are looking to create solid foundations and structure in their businesses, and those who don't want to go it alone and see the value in having accountability. They want to push themselves to the next level and make their online business dreams a very real reality. It's personal, it's empowering, and it takes a holistic view of the challenges that Black women and women of color face in business, especially in the online space. I truly believe having a strong foundation and sustainable momentum are two key factors in having a successful online business. I found for myself and my clients, the fastest way to get there is through one-to-one coaching and mentorship. So if you wanna build momentum and set yourself up for success, get in touch with me. You can email me at Khalida at blackgirlbusinessbar.com or visit my website at khalidadubos.com slash coaching. I will make sure the links are in the show notes of this episode. All right, ladies, let's get to the show. When I was getting started, I felt like it was so doggone hard to just figure out like, what is the first step? What should I be doing? What's the thing that I should focus on first? I wish people had shared with me, just giving me a couple steps to be like, these are the things you need to do. If you don't, you're going to trip over a whole bunch of stuff. Also, I wanted to just acknowledge that whoever's listening to this and you're thinking about doing your first offer or creating your first offer or just really getting into business and into solopreneurship, (laughs) I want you to just take this information in, know that I am a business coach and I am telling you what is absolutely your first step that you're going to need to think about. It's not the LLC, it's not the pulling together all the tech, it's not those things. These are the first steps that I really wish somebody had shared with me Other coaches may disagree, but I'm here to tell you now, doing this in real time, I really wish somebody had shared this stuff with me. Hi, welcome to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast, a podcast for black women and women of color entrepreneurs who crave practical information that they can apply to their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Khalida Dubose, and in this podcast, I want Black women and all of my sisters of color to learn to thrive. That means learning what's possible and then figuring out how to make it work for you. Today, this show is dedicated to the newbies or soon to be newbies out there or somebody who's starting something new. I'm going to share with you five steps to creating your first offer. Now, I know we always hear people say, you know, do these things and you can take these tips and everything like that. And then we also have these paid offers just in case you're wondering and you're like, but is she just giving me a little bit and then like going to try and like do the whole bait and switch? 
No, that's not my intention. My intention is to teach you these things, allow you to go through this process. You might even have to go through this process a few times. And then if you deem that you need help with this, you can reach out to a coach. If that coach happens to me, great. I'll give you information at the end on how you can connect with me. But I really just want you to feel empowered and I want you to start to see the possibility of what you can do. So let's hop right into it. I'm going to go through five steps that I took eventually, but I wish I had taken up front to create an offer. And it makes sense. A little bit of background. I know I'm kind of leading up to this, but I was actually on LinkedIn and somebody was talking about how he couldn't get a job in marketing and how he was so good in digital marketing and he wanted to help entrepreneurs. I actually saw this in a thread and I started this conversation with this gentleman. I don't typically coach men, but I thought, you know, why not? Somebody's here. He seems really lost. He's still in a nine to five. Maybe I didn't ask all that. And he seems to be like a little bit confused. The thing is, is that he was saying people won't give me a job. And so my response was, why don't you create your own job then? If people won't hire you, he felt like he was being discriminated against because he's 40 years old now. And he was like, you know, they just want the kids out of school. We went back and forth with that and how that doesn't make a lot of sense. And I told him, you know what? Create your own job. You'll make more money. You'll be able to make your own decisions and you'll be growing in the process. And, you know, he said, thank you so much for just saying that. I really needed that encouragement. I'm a complete stranger. And then I went and I told him, so anybody who's on that that thread can see my advice to him. But I told him, this is how you do it. And this is what I'm going to share with you guys today. His response to me was, wow, you've validated along the path that I was thinking, but you literally laid out some steps for me to take. And he felt like that was very helpful. So sometimes we have this knowledge and we don't realize it. And to me, it's kind of a no brainer, but I have to remember that everybody doesn't know it, right? So I'm going to share that with you today. I'm going to keep this very specific to somebody who's creating like a service offer, whether they're a web designer, a coach, a therapist, or in the service industry, you're doing a service, not a product. So step one, sit down and figure out what you would be great at or what you're already doing. Like the gentleman that I talked about, he was already in digital marketing or he was really good at it, but nobody would hire him because he wasn't out of college and just said that he has this shiny new degree as of 2018. So he knew he was good at it and he felt it. We all have intuition. We all know when we're good at something. So I want you to sit down and I'm a pen to paper kind of girl. Maybe you are the type of person who needs to sit in front of your laptop and type in a Google document. Do you do whatever makes you comfortable, but sit down and write down the thing that you're good at. And in this stage, I want you to make sure you do not overthink this. This is a rough draft. I want you to sit down and just think about all the things that you might be good at, or if it's something in particular, don't overthink. This is what we tend to do when we're trying to figure things out. So a couple tips in this, what are you doing now? What do you want to do? So maybe you're doing something now, like you have a full job suite that you're working through, but there's one thing in particular that you love and you really excel at and you really want to help people and you want to help them do it better. Write that down. What are the things that you want to do? What are the things that people are coming to you for? And don't worry about how you're going to do all of this yet. I just want you to write these thoughts down. All right, so step two, I want you to outline the areas that you feel most qualified to help people in. It doesn't matter if you have some certification telling you that you're qualified. I want you to think about yourself, 
think about your abilities and think, am I qualified to help somebody who knows nothing about this subject or nothing about what I'm doing? Can I help them in this? The answer is yes, by the way. So I'm going to answer for you. Map out the areas that you think that you might be good at. It's just a rough draft again. You try to come up with at minimum three to five broad areas that you'd be great in helping somebody in that is within your skill set from step one. This is not the time for how you're going to help them. I just want you to know what are some areas that you feel really comfortable in. That's your step two. Step three, I want you to think about the areas that you have that could have the biggest impact for a customer. So what do I mean by this? If you are talking about being a web designer, for instance, what is one of the biggest things that could relieve stress for somebody like in a pinch? Maybe that's fixing their website because it's been hacked, fixing something that's broken in their website. Maybe they have one of those incredibly difficult for me WordPress sites and you just can't figure out what's going on there. So think about something that you could do to help a customer in a relatively short period of time that gives them like a really quick win, makes them feel good, relieves some stress and puts you in a position where they're really happy with you. Try to write down as many of those things that you can come up with. So for instance, in coaching, what's something that's on people's minds that they're really trying to figure out? For me, it's usually like sales. Okay. People are like, I need to make sales. I need to bring in customers, right? Well, I'm not going to start them out with like, here's your whole sales process. I'm going to start them out with all the steps that they're missing that they don't realize they're missing. So hint, this podcast is because of this. A lot of people come to me and they don't have an idea of what they want to do. In fact, I get a lot of DMs that are like, hey, could you help me start a business, right? With like no idea what they want to do. So I want to take a little bit of that guesswork out and have you do a little bit of pre-work before you hop on the phone with somebody trying to get them to help you. So if you think about my episode a few weeks ago where I was like, how can people help you? And I told you to get really clear on it. This is one of those exercises where you're getting really clear. You're going through these steps and just kind of figuring this out before you go to somebody who can help you have a little bit more clarity. The goal here is for you to provide a quick win for the potential customer that you will be working with so that you can start to build trust with them and increase your confidence while you're in this kind of experimental phase, while you're still trying to figure it out. What people don't tell you is, is that there's this whole hump of like confidence to get over. We've worked for people for years, sometimes decades, and we're really good at our jobs. We're really great technicians, but running a business and starting something from scratch and, you know, figuring it out can really, you know, mess with your confidence a little bit. So in this stage, I just want you to be thinking about potential people that you're going to help, how you can make them help them win quickly and how that can help you to build your confidence. And when people trust you and you're working with them, then you can ask them more questions about what their needs are and things like that. So those types of things and how your offer will be in this rough draft compared to a year from now is going to be night and day. But this is definitely where you want to start. Okay, so you have nailed the first three steps. They're in rough draft. That's cool. This fourth step is probably going to be the one where people are like, yep, see, I knew it was coming. The thing that I don't want to do. So what I want you to do is reach out to 10 strangers. Okay, so you might not even be able to list them, but maybe you're going to list places where you're going to find these strangers. Reach out to 10 strangers and ask them if you can help them. So now how are you going to know if they need your services and if they need help? So there are groups that you can get into and 
Facebook in particular. And for all of you out there who are like, oh my God, I hate social media. You're going to have to embrace it a little bit. Nobody said you have to scroll around on social media, but you can enter into groups, entrepreneurial groups. You can introduce yourself, figure out what their rules are so you don't get kicked out. And you can ask people if you can do things like market research. You can put a post out there and say, hey, I'd like to do some market research. I'm looking for entrepreneurs who are having issues in these areas. There are some groups that will let you put out information saying that your services are free, that you want to do something as an intern. It really just depends on the group. So you're going to have to just be aware of that. So my goal, if this was me, is I would find who I think I'm going to serve. So for instance, I serve women of color. I would find 10 Facebook groups that have women of color and women. Maybe all 10 wouldn't be women of color specific, but maybe five are and five are just women. And then I would go into those groups, see what the rules are, introduce myself, tell people that I'm just getting started. You can be very honest and transparent with people. What the goal in step four is, is for you to reach out to 10 people, put out a post and say, hey, I'm looking for these types of people. Make sure you're not putting anything discriminatory out there. But if you know you work with women, hey, I'm looking for 10 women that I can talk to who are having issues with their website, who have these specific issues with their website, because in the first three steps, you figured out what are the things that you can really help people with. I only want to talk to you I'm not going to be trying to sell you anything, et cetera, et cetera. When you get on the phone with them, you can then ask them any questions that you might have about what's going on. Try to think strategically here about what you might want to add to an offer later. But the goal of this call is really to see if they would be willing to allow you to solve this problem for them, at least in the short term. And here's where it gets a little bit tricky. You want to either offer them something for free or you want to offer them something that's really discounted. I know people who know me are going to be like mind blown. Did Kalita just say free? But the point here, or I, I guess what I'm getting at here is that when you're first getting started, it's really, really, really hard to figure out how am I going to help people when people want to see that I've done all this stuff. That's why I said <laughs> that you need to have a quick win for your customers. You want to figure out like, how can you get them from point A to point B to relieve this pain for them? And your only ask is that they give you a testimonial. If you guys have been listening for a few weeks, go back to the episode with Iman Ismail. I think it's episode number three, where she talks about how to write robust testimonials. And that's because you gather robust information. So if you want more information on how to do that, listen to that episode. But your main focus here is to get people to let you help them, ask them for a very discounted price and be upfront with them. Say, hey, I've got a lot of skin in the game. I'm just getting started. I'm transitioning out of something else and I want to help you. I want to help as many people as I can. I see this sometimes show up with more established entrepreneurs. They say, hey, I'll do a brand audit. I'll do this type of audit for you for free. It is work. It's honest work. And I just want to know your honest thoughts. And here's the thing. I'm not trying to teach you how to do something for somebody and then they feel obligated to say something nice about you. That's not really what we want. What you want, and that's why I said you want to have them at the end when they're giving you the testimonial, you ask them other questions too, so that it's a little bit less biased. The reason why I say 10 people is because when you put these out there, 
what's going to happen is you're going to have some people show up, some people not show up, some people forget the appointment, some people that you have to follow up with. 10 is just a really good number because you're going to be interviewing these people and maybe you feel, you know what, this isn't the person that I can help. This might be a little bit too involved for something that I'm doing for free and this isn't a good fit. So they might've gone on the phone with you and that's super great, but they might not be a good fit. But if you have 10 people to choose from, five of them might work out. You can give yourself a deadline. You can say, hey, I'm going to do this for the next three months. And my goal is to try to get 10 testimonials so that I can really feel confident going forward and people can see that I do good work, I'm reliable, etc. All right. So step five is what I, I kind of got a little bit ahead of myself. Step five is where you're going to interview the people. I'm just going to give you a couple little bit of tips here, little sub points. If you reach out to people in a Facebook group, or maybe you're in a Slack group that has a lot of entrepreneurs who are within the customer base that you think you want to serve, you want to make sure you keep your eyes on those Facebook groups or keep your eyes on that Slack group so that you can know when people are responding to you so that you can get back to them quickly. People's attention spans are very fast. People are usually reaching out to other people as well. And you make sure you have a way to connect. I want you to think about these five steps. Number one, sit down and figure out what you're good at. Don't overthink it. Number two, outline the areas you feel most qualified to help somebody in. Don't overthink this either. Outline some areas that you're like not sure about, but you think, hey, I, I probably can do it. I want you to put those down as well because you're probably underestimating yourself. Step number three, make sure you think about the areas that you can have the biggest impact for the customer so that they can have a quick win. You're going to be offering this short-term service to people for free or very discounted. It's going to be very short-term, so you need to make sure that you can have an impact in that time. So you don't want to offer something too big. Step four, once you understand those first three steps and you kind of have that down, reach out to 10 people and schedule appointments with them, get them on the phone, see who's the best fit for you to help, be super up, up front with them, tell them what you're trying to do, let them know that you want to help them with something if it's possible. They might even be willing to help, you know, hire you later if it, if it works out. Make sure you have an idea of what you're charging or that you're not charging, et cetera. Step five, Make sure you interview the people and interview them as soon as possible. So those are my tips, ladies. This is kind of a longer podcast. I just wanted to share a little bit more. I'm kind of a detail-oriented person and my mind always goes to, but what about this? So even though I told you not to worry about so much of the, the how, I did give you a little bit when it comes to connecting with the potential customer because that is important. All right, friends, thanks for hanging out and listening to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. If you found today's episode helpful or had any aha moments, I would love for you to share them with us by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or by reaching out to me at Khalida at blackgirlbusinessbar.com. Please also share this with your friends. If you found this episode helpful, if you know of somebody who would find this episode helpful, that helps us grow and allows me to bring you more of this beautiful mentorship and free content. So thank you so much. And we'll be back on Tuesday with our next episode. See you back then. Thank you.